Good evening, everybody. This is Wasp Basketball Weekly. I'm your host, Khalil Shakir, here with co-host Matt Spencer. It's been a long time since we talked to y'all. We had a good little Christmas break. I know New Year came around, so we are actually back in school now. Uh, today is actually my birthday. I'm 25, so I am an old man today. I actually got a gray this morning, I think. So uh, don't pickle me, but I am getting old. Coach, yes. Coach, why are you lying? I thought you turned thirty-two today. Uh, no, nah, don't do that. I'm, I'm definitely not thirty-two. <laughs> Twenty-five at the at the most. But uh, yeah, it's been a long, long, long break. Not long enough, but long break. Yeah, it has. Um, Christmas break is always a good time. Go home, see some family. New Year's, uh, we brought both of our basketball teams back. I think it was January, it was January twenty-ninth. Uh, so basketball has been back now for a couple weeks. We had a couple games. Big time accomplishments from uh, players on our men's and women's team. So we're excited to talk to you about that. Uh, Khalil, happy to be back with you. I know you guys do like hearing from our head coaches. Um, for this show today, we have interviews with uh, players on both the men's and women's teams, and we're excited to talk to them uh, and give you guys some good information going forward about how our WASP basketball teams are doing. Now, normally we do bring our head coaches on here, but We've had some seriously good accomplishments happen over the last week or so. So this week we're not going to have our head coaches, but we got two special guests for y'all. Of course, on the guy side, we got superstar Gabe Brown, who actually reaches his 1,000th point this last week. And then on the women's side, we have Bree Arbor, who just broke the school record with 38 points this week. Yes, you heard that right. That's 38 points by Bree Arbor. So, 1,000 points by Gabe Brown, 38 points by Bree Arbor. So, yes, you are not hearing from the head coaches today. You're hearing <laughs> from the superstars today. And today we are here with the one and only Gabe Brown. He is a junior from Clintwood, Virginia, here in his third year at Emory. Gabe, welcome into the show, and how are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. Thank you all for having me. Of course. It's definitely excited to have you on. Uh, we interviewed you for Flow Sports, got you a, a video interview as well, but wanted to bring you into our radio show today to talk about kind of some of your accomplishments and with the team that you're on this year. You know, last year you were named to the All-Sac 13, so big congrats to that. You played really well, uh, led us in scoring, and had a really good year. Uh, this year you were voted to the preseason All-Sac first team, which I think everyone at Emory assumed and figured that because uh, you are a fun player to watch. So with that being said, you know, outside of the, the success of the team with the record and all that stuff, uh, what do those accomplishments mean for you, one, being named first team all-sack in a, in a super competitive conference? I mean, it means a lot. Like, this conference really is tough. It's like our second year mm -hmm. being Division Two, so being named first team in a league that we just got introduced to is a pretty big honor. Now, I'm going to skip right to the point. <laughs> a thousand points as a junior, I mean, you've only been here for two and a half years. Talk about that accomplishment, man. That's that's huge. Yeah, uh, to be honest, I didn't really expect to hit it that fast. I was blessed enough to hit it in high school my senior year, like late towards senior year. So to be able to, in college, and like you said, two and a half years, it's kind of crazy to think about, like, put it in perspective. Not many, seems like not many people hit that in college, especially at, like, two and a half years or so. Now, is it true, high school, now everybody that doesn't know, Gabe is six 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 seven. High school, you ran the point guard yeah. for Clintwood? Yeah, that's correct. I ran point guard. So we can see you running point guard here soon for Emory? Uh, <laughs> we'll see about that. Not as confident as I was in high school, different level of college, but that's to be determined in the future. Okay, okay. 
Now, I remember before the winter break, we played Erskine, and um, everyone knew you only needed, what was it, 15 points. I think it was 15, uh, yeah. I think you only finished with seven or nine points that game. And, you know, you, we come back from the winter break. I totally forgot about it. I think our, our whole team, you know, at least didn't tell the coaches about it. And I remember you scored your – you needed four points against Tusculum. You scored f- the fourth point off a – you know, you drove middle, hit a floater, which was a really good move. And the whole bench went nuts. And I and that, and that from, from that point, I remembered that you got your 1,000 points. Having your teammates have that, you know, excitement for you, was that a good feeling? Oh, yeah, it, it was a great feeling knowing that uh, my brothers got me and seeing the reaction, just that that's what makes basketball special. I have to give a huge shout-out to Jake Thacker. Normally I don't like phones on the bench at all by any players, but <laughs> shout-out to Jake Thacker who pulled out his phone and got the video of you scoring your thousands point on the bench. So shout-out Jake Thacker. Now next time, please put that phone away. <laughs> but for that occasion, I'll live with it. I'll live with it. So, Gabe, even though uh, – you know, our team this year isn't having the success that we thought we would in terms of our record. You know, it's it's obviously not what we want. Um, you're still playing really well. What has this year taught you so far about yourself as a player? I think it's taught me about a player that I mean, you can't be satisfied with anything you got, and it's not easy. Nothing's ever easy in life. So it's just like a day-in, day-out battle, just taking it one day at a time. It's helped me to be um, strong and uh it's more like mentally and physically. There's a lot of components that go into it. It's just showing me how I'm a lot tougher than I thought I was. Yeah, you are. <laughs> and being a captain on this team, you know, not having the success we want this year right now um, and having to deal with all the different personalities, kind of all the troubles that we are going through this year, what has that taught you as a captain and then as a man? Being a captain, it's a lot different than just being like not, obviously not a captain because first two years I wasn't a captain, but – being a captain this year, I was able to use, like, uh, last year, I think, captains for Malcolm, Micah, Patrick, all of them, just looking up to them and seeing how they were able to be a captain for me. I'm trying to see how I can incorporate what they taught me into being a captain for this team. Yeah, last year, uh, I think we can all say we missed those guys. They they had a lot of success for us in terms of leadership, and you've done a good job so far. Um, with establishing yourself as someone who I think guys want to play hard for you because you do a good job of leading by example. That's one thing that I was always taught when I was younger. If you can lead by example, you don't always have to be the loudest, um, but you play the hardest. You know, I think you and Jake Moynihan probably are the top two guys that do that. Um, having a running mate like Jake, who as well was voted preseason all-sack third team, uh, what have you seen so far from Jake and some of the other guys on your team this year? Jake, well-deserving of third team. Uh, he plays hard every single day, every practice. <laughs> we often had to guard each other, so it's always a constant battle, especially going for rebounds. It's not it's not fun boxing him out. You can't really <laughs> box him out. It's no. just trying to hold him, essentially, so you don't get a rebound. Right. But I think effort, we got Mari. I want to shout out Mari. He's stepped up big time this year. He's played really hard, one of the hardest playing kids I've ever seen. He's a, he's a dog on defense. It's crazy to see it. Yeah. But um, I think effort-wise, like, the more games we play, the more effort that I see everybody. And I think that's what's going to help us in the future to win more games. 
Yeah, when we faced Catawba this past Saturday, a uh, team that was ranked 23rd in the country, you know, most people from the outside looking in may have said, oh, that's an easy win for Catawba. However, we only lost by four, uh, a very up-and-down game. We had a lead against them. Um, does that kind of, you think, help this team progress into a position where we know we can win any game as long as we're all on the right page? Oh, yeah, I, I say definitely. I, I don't, No losses are ever good, but I would consider, like, the Catawba loss a good loss, essentially. Like, yeah. we played hard. It's a step in the right direction. We've been close uh, many games this year, like a couple of possessions, and eventually we're going to win some of these games that are really close. We're going to close out some games. We're going to slowly climb our way back up to the standings, but I think this is a good step in the right direction. Now we have Carson Newman coming up Wednesday, a team that beat us twice last year. Uh, Nick Brennigan from Carson Newman coming <laughs> off a 61-point game uh, this last game. Got him, Like I said, got him on Wednesday. This is a good test for us. Mm-hmm. Like I said, play good against Catawba this last game, them being the number one team in our conference, Carson Newman being number three team in our conference. Uh, what are you expecting? I'm expecting for it to be another battle like every night that it is in the sack. They shoot the ball really well. They got a matchup zone that can be tricky sometimes to go through, but it's just going to be another hard battle, and we just got to make sure we don't let them get 60 on us. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I think Brennigan uh, just broke the record for, what, Division One and Division Two yeah, for you know yeah. the highest uh, single game. So you know he's going to be on a heater. Can we expect you to, to take the reins and, and lock him up, or do you want someone like Mari, who's a dog defensively, to, to defend him? We'll start Mari on <laughs> when he gets tired. I'll, I'll step in for Mari. That's a good answer. Can we expect 60, 61 out of you? I mean, <laughs> you never know. Let's ask this. How many shots do you think you would need to get 60 in a game? Gosh. Well, I think, <laughs> let's see. He shot, I think, 33. 33. 33 shots, missed 13. Oh, that going that's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say I probably need probably like around thirty to forty. Yeah. Probably to get sixty. Who knows? Maybe uh there'll be a game this year where you just have the hot hand and you're letting it fly and that'll oh, happen. That would that would be awesome. <laughs> Well, Gabe, um, again, we're about to wrap up here. Is there anything else that you want to say to anybody out there listening um, about this team or say hello to anybody? Uh, I just want to say hi to my family. If you all listen to this, Mom, Dad, Jocelyn, love you all. Glory to God for all the ability that I got to play basketball, and uh, we're going to start pulling some games together. That we are. All right, Gabe. I appreciate you coming in. Again, I want to shout out to Gabe's family as well. They're always at every game cheering us on, so I definitely appreciate y'all coming to every game and continue to come, continue to believe in us, and continue to show your support to us, and thank you. Thanks, Gabe. Thank you all. You have just heard from Gabriel Brown, junior from the Emory and Henry men's basketball team. Shortly here, we will have Brianna Yarber, but here's a quick word from our sponsors. Locally owned and operated since 1914, Food Country USA provides customers quality and value with products sourced from farms in our regions. From the farm to our stores to your table, Food Country USA. Welcome back into Wasp Basketball Weekly. We are now here sitting with a pretty solid player from our Emory and Henry women's basketball team, Brianna Yarber, also uh, known as Brianna Stewart. After some of the play that she's had lately, Brianna Yarber, welcome into the show. Thank you for having me. Yeah, happy to have you here uh, from nearby Patrick Henry High School. We are uh, happy to have you here. Um, just want to talk to you a little bit about the team. And so far, you girls sit at seven and seven currently, uh, with a record of two and four in the sack. Uh, how are you personally feeling about where this team is at right now? 
Uh, I think we have a pretty sound team right now. I think if we play to our potential every game, we could have great things in store for us. As long as we stick to our game plan and go out there and play to our full potential, I think we can face anybody and come up with a win. Now, I'm going to jump right to it. So <laughs> I'm here. We're here with Emory Henry's Caitlin Clark. Uh, you had 38 points. Everybody heard that right. 38 points the last game. Please tell us about that. That was crazy. Uh, I had no idea how many I had that whole entire game. I didn't even know I was near close to the record until like 16 seconds left and until Coach Ash told me I was down by one. So he was like, whatever you have to do, just get one more point. So. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll tell you, 38, it looked like 50. I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, you finished that game with, uh, which is now a school record, 38 points, 7 steals, 5 rebounds, 3 assists against Tusculum, which you guys won that game. And uh, I don't know if you know this yet, but that may have earned you Sack Player of the Week honors. So if you did not know that, uh, early congrats to you. Thank you. And that's obviously a good win. Uh, And you guys followed that game with a game against Catawba, and their women's team was ranked fourth in the country. Is that correct? Yes. You know, and I think speaking, you know, about a team that's ranked top 25 in the country, uh, most people from the outside looking in will say, oh, like that that top 25 team is going to win. They did win, but it was only by four points. Mm -hmm. So with that game, you know, you guys are really, I think, you had a kind of a four-game skid, uh, losing skid to end the first semester. But you guys, you girls have picked it up really well. Although that was a close loss, what was the positive takeaways from that game versus Catawba, who was ranked fourth in the country? Like you said, just because they were ranked fourth in the country, like we just went into that game saying that we have nothing to lose. So we just played to our – I think we saw our full potential that game and what we can be as a team. And so it was just nice to finally see us play the way, the way that we I know that we can play every game. With Carson Newman coming up, uh, normally having a really good team, uh, what are y'all looking to do against Carson Newman? Just the same thing as we did with the Catawba, like just stick to the game plan and go out there and – play solid, hard defense, and I think that the main takeaway that we took away from the Catawba game is that we ran the floor really well, and our transition game was on point, and our guards handled the ball extremely well during handled the pressure, and they were able to um, create for themselves but also create for others, and I think that was why we were able to compete with them throughout the whole game. Yeah, I know both of our teams this year has had a little bit of a problem with turnovers, um, some of them being unforced. Um, you guys have played, you girls have played against teams that have pressed, so you guys are used to seeing that. Um, with a team like Carson Newman, do they play zone, do you know, or are they all match up? Do you, have uh, you been over the scout yet? Not yet, but okay. my guess, they will press and they will yeah. probably be man. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, so you girls have again played against the press, so we shouldn't see any issues. This is the time of the year where. You know, teams are kind of a make or break uh, for most teams that are dealing with some adversity. Uh, with that being said, what has been the biggest thing you've learned about yourself and this team this year? Just kind of like what I love about the SAC is like any team can win at any given day. And so it's just shown me like no matter what the outcome was the last game that we can build on so much coming into the next game. And just being able to see my team grow from like the first game of the season to now is just remarkable and it's just um, kind of proves to everybody like how hard we work and how hard we work during practice and stuff. And just seeing it all unfold is just really great. Now coming off the break, you kind of had a little bit of time off. Not a lot of time, but a little mm-hmm. bit of time off. What are you looking to do this second stretch uh, going into the second half of conference play? Uh, just continuing to prove ourselves. Like we always say that 
we had a rough loss in Concord right before break. And so our main motto was just to turn it around after Christmas. And so I think that's, it kind of put a chip on all of our shoulders after break. So we came into our first practice and uh, after break and we all just put our heads down, got to work. And I think it's shown in the last couple of games how hard we have actually put in um, the time and the work for it. And so hopefully it'll continue to show throughout these next few games. And now you being a Division One transfer from Campbell, is that correct? Yes. Um, you know, we love that you decided to come back home uh, and play for uh, Emory and Henry, which is what? how far of a commute was that from, from your home? Not even too far, right? No, not too far, like 15 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> so, again, we're happy to have you back home. Um, what has been the biggest thing that you brought from your experiences at a Division One school uh, like Campbell that you brought to this team? Um, probably just like the work ethic, I would think, like just showing like how much work has to be put in in order to see those like outcomes during games and stuff. And just being able to um, share my experiences with the team and just show them like different outlook on things, I would say. And lastly, being a leader for this team, uh, what have you learned so far as dealing with different personalities on this team? Uh, we definitely got a lot of those, but <laughs> I would say that we all bond together really well. Like I think our team chemistry is like one of the best ones probably around. Like we all just love each other, and we got each other's back, and we know that, and it just shows on the court. That's definitely for sure. Um, I know we love watching you play. Sometimes when you know for home games, the men's team plays first. Um, you know, if, if we have a loss, I get kind of in my mood and don't like to, to be in public. But um, I have, you know, always have a chance to watch the girls play after, which is really nice. So uh, with that being said, can we expect another 38-point performance from you here in the future? I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> well, Bree, is there anything that you'd like to say to any of the listeners out there? Thank you for listening. Bree, thank you for coming in again. 38, next time we need 40 so you can break the record again. <laughs> and hopefully we get that 1,000 points maybe this year. Hopefully. <laughs> and then I smell a Hall of Fame for Emory coming soon when you graduate. <laughs> oh. So awesome. you're hearing from Emory's Caitlin Clark. <laughs> but thank you for coming in today. Thank you all for having me. Thanks, Bree. You just heard from redshirt sophomore Brianna Yarber. Before we close the show, we will hear a quick word from our sponsors. At Food Country USA, local sourcing is a top priority, providing customers with local products since 1914. Food Country USA has taken pride in providing quality service and value to our neighbors from the farm. Welcome back into Wasp Basketball Weekly. Coach Spence here, talking a little bit about the upcoming schedule for the women's basketball team. Cleo, as we mentioned, uh, after a tough game against the number four ranked Catawba, um, you know, I think for that game, that may have been a team that has been the highest ranked team that the girls have played maybe since I've been a member uh, of the staff here, and they had a really good outing. Again, only a four-point loss, 73-77 to finish. Um, I thought they had the game. They were up by six at one point late in the game, and Catawba just kind of fought their way back. Um, they finish uh, the game again losing by four. Wednesday, January 10th, uh, we will travel to Carson Newman. They play the girls' team. It's a 5.30 start time. Uh, you know, Cleo, we got to watch a little bit of them play last year. What, could you, what do you think we can expect from our girls' team against Carson Newman here um, before the bye um, this game on Wednesday? Now, if you know a little bit about Carson Newman, I've, of course, I've been in the league a little longer, of course. Uh, Carson Newman normally has a team full of shooters. I mean, they are very well coached. 
Uh, they play a high tempo, but they run a lot of sets, a lot of a lot of threes. Uh, last year, Carson Newman's team, I mean, they 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 played really well against us last year. So that being said, uh, knowing Coach D and kind of the staff that we have here, I know all practice this week is going to be, hey, hands up on shooters, hands up on shooters, close out hard, box out, don't give them second chance shots. Uh, it's going to be a lot of little details mm-hmm. against this team. Uh, we got to be sound. We got to we got to limit them to one shot, and we got to be solid. We're gonna have to play defense. I know this year we're pressing a lot with the girls' team, so I can definitely see that in this game. Carson Newman doesn't like to be pressed a lot, mm-hmm. so I can kind of see them doing that for this week as well. But with how we've been playing, this is gonna be a really good game. Mm-hmm. Now we are at Carson Newman, so. Uh, I will leave it at that. I'm not going to say anything. You know how I feel about Carson Newman at Carson Newman with my experiences I've had at Carson Newman. (laughs) But um, it's going to be a good one. Yeah, with the students back, I'm assuming they'll be back on campus for Carson Newman. Uh, They have a rowdy crowd. Um, I remember you telling me about that last year, and I'm like, yeah, man, no, no. Uh, but they packed the stands, and they let their mouthpiece, they let, they let it go uh, in the, in the oh, nicest yeah, way yeah. possible. Uh, Carson Newman, for the women's side, currently sits at 9-4. and four. Um, Kind of a cool thing. They played uh, the University of Tennessee. That was, I'm assuming, was their exhibition game. Lost 105-72. to 72. Um, You know, beat Lander, beat USC Aiken. Uh, they beat 23-ranked Wingate. Uh, they beat them pretty handily by almost 30 points back in uh, November of November 21st. Um, so they've been really playing really well. They lost to Glenville State December 30th. Uh, played Lincoln Memorial, lost by four. And most recently, uh, the women's team played Newberry on January 6th and won uh, 86 to 67. So they're obviously coming off a win, um, and they're going to be ready to roll, um, having a home game against our, our girls team. And that Glenville State game, Glenville State is the D2 national champions. Oh, man. And they lost that game by eight. Yeah. So, like, they're well coached, they, and they play mm-hmm. hard. They play together. They they have a really older team, mm-hmm. so they've been together for a little bit. I mean, it's it's going to be a good game. Yeah. Bree Arbor is going to have to play hard. She's going to have to play well. Yeah. Emerson Torres is going to have to play well. Our guards are going to have to play well. The freshmen are going to have to play well. This is going to have to be a well-rounded game for everybody on both sides, men and women. This is going to have to be a really well-rounded game for the WAS in general. Yeah, it doesn't get any easier uh, for our team. However, the good thing to know is that we play on Wednesday – um, January 10th, and then we have a bye week, so we do not play Saturday. So these girls and our, our men's team both can essentially have a really good week if they play hard, play with good energy, uh, and give it all they got. They have a full week of recovery until their next game. So um, we can obviously hope that we'll have good results from that Carson Newman matchup. I'm excited. I'm excited to see the crowd. Khalil, I haven't had – we haven't had a game yet with a good crowd, not that I can remember. So um, I'm itching for a game with a good crowd. Uh, I think, Especially in a away game. Yeah, the away games are, are tough. Uh, we've had some <laughs> some fun instances and, and uh, some times where I wondered why some fans didn't get thrown out. Um, however, I'm not the AD either, so I, I can't speak on that. But always excited when there's a good crowd. I know with Wise – um, that's always a fun rivalry that their crowd is always always nuts. So we can hopefully expect a good crowd at the Carson Newman game. Again, that game will be January, uh, Wednesday the 10th, and that you can watch that on Flow Sports if you don't go to the game in person. Uh, that is a 5.30 start time for the women's game. 
Now, moving on to the men, we also, of course, travel to Carson Newman. We actually play after uh, the women. Of course, we play before the women at home this year, but on away games, we do play after the women. Uh, I said it earlier, uh, Nick Brennigan for the men, for the men's team, just came off a 61-point game. Uh, so, of course, we have our hands full. Sure. They have the league-leading scorer. They have the league-leading rebounder. They have the league-leading three-point percentage shooter. Yeah. They have the second league-leading three-point percentage yeah. shooter. They are the best three-point uh, shooting team currently. Uh, and they sit, I believe, third in the conference. Yeah. Uh, so, we have our hands full. Yeah, we but do. that doesn't mean anything. That means we just got to play hard. Mm -hmm. We got to do the right things. We got to stay true to who we are. We got to play some defense. Mm -hmm. And then we got to take them out of what they do. And they shoot the basketball. They shoot right now, I believe, 47% as a team, which is unheard of. That's like warrior status. Yeah. But uh, that's fine. That means, again, we got to take them out of what they do best, and that's driving kicks, that's shooting threes, and that's crash the glass. So we got to box out, we got to play defense, and we got to close out on the shooters. Now, of course, that's easier said than done, Spence. We all know that. Yeah. But it has to be done if we want to win. Yeah, Carson Newman currently sits at 10-3 and three on the year, has some big-time wins. Uh, you're close. They're shooting 45% from three-point uh, as a team, which is still pretty good. Uh, I imagine that might be top 30 in the country, potentially for Division II, um, averaging 92 points a game, You know, 42 rebounds, 20 assists. So uh, they're sharing the ball. I don't know how their turnovers here, but they're 6-1 and one at home. Um, so they play really well at home with a good crowd. Um, so they beat King by two. We beat King. Uh, so that was obviously a close matchup. They lost to Lander, which was a close one. Uh, lost to Limestone, which, as you know, their guards are really good. Uh, they played LMU January 3rd and lost by 20. LMU is ranked 22nd in the country or was at the time. Uh, they beat Newberry. Again, that was their most recent game where Brennigan had probably the game of his life. And what's funny is he had an older brother, yeah. Um, Nick, what's his what's his name? Luke, Luke? Winnigan. Yeah, and um, I remember watching Luke. I got to talk to him personally. He's a really good leader for that team, and Nick comes in uh, and just continues to do the right things, lead by example. So uh, for that game, I know they play a really good zone. Um, you know, we do have some shooters shooting pretty well right now. Gabe Brown, as you guys heard earlier, is shooting the ball pretty well, about thirty-two percent. But that's uh, now he's 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 the the new year always helps. Um, Jacob Dar's been playing pretty well. You know, when he's on, he's on. He's super athletic and can get to the rim. Uh, can also get hot. I think he hit three threes against Catawba, which really helped us in that game. So I think you you put it right on the ball. If we limit our turnovers, um, and we can only hope that they don't shoot as well as they did in the past, um, that it'll definitely be a close game. I know for sure uh, we'll be locked into the scout we have today and tomorrow to prep. Uh, again, that game is going to be a fun one. You know, I think we're feeling more confident as a team now. Uh, you know, we kind of took a tough loss to Erskine to end that first semester, which, you know, kind of hurt our morale just a little bit. Uh, up six against Catawba just last week with four minutes to go. Um, again, made some mistakes late down that down that game, and they ended up, 
beaten us by seven, I think. So, four. Um, they, yeah, by four. So again, we've we've shown that we can put in the work. I think just limiting our turnovers, limiting our our mistakes, will be huge for us. Uh, and obviously, a game like Emory and Henry versus Carson Newman, we know they have a zone. Uh, we'll be locked into that. Um, I think again, you said it right. We need to defend. That's kind of gonna. It's going to be our hurdle all year. Uh, if we can defend and we can get stops, uh, we're a hard team to guard because we have such good guard play. Recently, Jackson Crawford, Keyshawn Hampton, both freshmen, played big for us against Catawba. Um, and Jalen Leftwich doing his thing this year, averaging about 13.5 points a game, has been doing really well. So um, it's going to be up and down game. You know, I don't want to say slow them down because they're a high IQ team. Uh, but if we can stop them from making shots, rebound, push and transition, we should have some success against Carson Newman. That game will be played following the girls' game, 7.30, and you can watch that right on Flow Sports. Absolutely. Again, consistency is key. Again, that game is at 7.30. Uh, you can watch it on Flow Sports if you're not in attendance. But if you are in attendance, please cheer on your walls. Again, that's the 7.30 start time. Girls at 5.30. We look to have you all there. Again, this is Wasp Basketball Weekly. We thank you all for tuning in, and we'll see you all next week. Thank you.